Hey, Jason Rice here with Lot Party again. Give you a little definition of Lot Party. As you know, if you ever worked at a dealership and you called out Lot Parties, get all the sales, porters, everybody out on the lot, move things around to get things stirred up, maybe get some drive some more business. And what we talk about here on the Lot Party show is, again, what we can maybe do on that virtual lot. We've had some great shows. My last two weeks, I just interviewed Tommy Gibbs and talking about, you know, a velocity dealer, having deal, have your inventory turn in 12, 15, 18 times a year. And, uh, you know, what I want to do is piggyback off that and talk about the pains and struggles that it takes to get your inventory to that level, to get that, what they call that holy grail of volume and gross, because it can happen. Now, and I'm not talking about having, you know, three, four pounder average deals, because that right there, again, if that's all you're, you're working for, three to, three to four pound deals on a typical used car lot, it's gonna, you're going to push through a lot of aged inventory. You could do it, but you're going to have a lot of aged inventory that if you the market dropped or you ever try to get out of those cars, you're going to take a beating, and all that gross you're making is gonna, that you were making was going to get eat up by all that negative equity, or if you ever had to write your cars down. So that's the one aspect that you need to really think about is most industries that are ham- handling inventory have to write that stuff down at the end of the year at the end of the quarters and so forth and, and they take those hit against their gross profit and, and used car inventory don't we just sit it out there and then hopefully if we own too much we ask too much and hopes that somebody will come in and overpay for it but if you had to actually if you're running two three grand a copy and, and pounding your chest about all your gross profit you're making and again, you're probably doing a great job at that, but if you had to go write down all your aged inventory, write down your inventory and take that hit and apply it to that gross, you're not gonna be ahead of the game. You're actually gonna be behind. And so I'm a big believer in that velocity philosophy. Uh, Dale Pollack really pushed that over the last 10 years. When you look at Viato and, and kind of what that tool has done to change the industry. And mostly, and it's not so much Viato changed what's going on with the industry, it's the internet. People have more information now and they're able to shop dealers without spending two or three days uh, driving around town all afternoon, all week, shopping for cars, they can do it right now online. And once you, once customers have that exposure to pricing, you know that's where um, you're going to have to be competitively priced to drive that traffic. You can't wait for that floor traffic to come in anymore. And now, not saying that you don't get it, not that you can't be profitable on your floor traffic, but the 80-20 rule, uh, 80%, 90%, and now pretty much 100% of people are shopping online and going to make their decisions then. You know, they've gone from visiting three, four dealers um, before a purchase down to 1.5, I think it's down to. So they barely even visit more than one dealership because they've already done all the shopping, already done the education themselves and what they want to buy, how they want to buy it. And then the dealer that fits that, that's where they show up. Now, you might lose that deal due to trades and so forth. But the Velocity philosophy, again, uh, Dale's got some books out there. I think there's three books called Velocity. Check those out to get the dealer, everybody in the dealership, that mindset of what it takes to turn that inventory around. And it is a total store buy-in top-down. You need your dealer, your GM, everybody involved, general sales managers and managers involved. But you also need your your porters, you need your service drive, you need your parts, everybody kind of on board to understand why it's so important to get those cars turned around so quickly in service. So let me go through um, a few things. I'm probably going to make this a two-segment show. And what I want to do is kind of go through uh, what I do to expose dealers or, or see, you know, what I look at when dealerships tell me they're struggling, they're not selling 
selling as many cars as they like or they're not making the gross. So as I, the last year plus that was with Viato as the director of the Eastern region. So I had about 25 performance managers handling them accounts and they would always ask me to come into their struggling accounts. So I'm going blindly into a lot of these accounts not understanding what's really going on in the store other than maybe they're not using it or they're not making gross. So the first place that I went to and became my crutch, that's exactly what I leaned on to be able to tell where a car's struggling was I went right into their system and I went into their sold report. Again, this isn't a pitch for Viato. It's just I worked for the company for over eight years, nine years, and I just know the system. So whatever system you're on, this is what you're going to want to do. Is The first place I went to is this sold report where I can export a report based on date ranges to give me where are they selling their inventory. How much is going out in the first 30 days? How much is going out 60 plus? And time after time, Again, this became my crutch. The dealers that are struggling with gross and volume wasn't because they're cheap pricing fresh inventory. You know, that was one of the big obstacles that we came over. People say, hey, ever since I was priced into the market, I think I'm, I'm cheap selling my cars. I'm not making enough gross. But that wasn't the problem. The problem was is they're pushing 30, 40, 50, 60 plus percent of their sales were going out 60 days and older. And by then, they're barely making any money or they're really losing it used to be they lose a couple hundred bucks on average. Now they're losing close to 800 to a grand on every car sold over 60 days. Now what Viato did, all they did was show how much money they're losing based off their asking price. So I've run into dealerships even here lately where they're pushing 22, 30, 40% of their sales going out 60 plus on average if they got asking price losing 1100 bucks. Now I'd ask you, if you're not making enough gross, and you're not pushing enough volume, is it because you're cheap selling inventory or is it because a third of your sales are going out losing money before you even negotiate off the price? So that became my crutch. This is the first place I go to looking at a store blindly. So I would suggest to you, it's not so much how much inventory you're, are you currently carrying in those age buckets because you can look pretty clean or maybe only have 10, 15% age of your dollars uh, or of your inventory units, either way you want to look at it. But it's really where you're selling it. And I've seen plenty of dealers only have 10, 15% age, which are some dealers, are that's acceptable. But when I look at the sold report, 20, 30% was going out age. So cars were coming into that bucket and leaving, coming into that bucket and leaving. So they're always able to maintain a 10, 15% age, uh, current age inventory, but third, 20, 30% was still being sold in that bucket. And again, that's what was eating up their gross. And most of the zero to 30, you know, they might only be pushing 30, 40% out tops in the first 30 days. And most of those cars had two grand or more profit. And they're still priced pretty competitively, 101% or just a little over market or 99%. I'd say on average, most dealers were pricing 99 to 101%. So I'm, I'm telling you that because I don't believe that's giving away a car. That's pricing a car at market average. They would have typically have two to $2,200 markup in them but they would only be doing 30% of their sales out of that bucket. So that's that holy grail. The more you could push out of that fresh inventory, that's where the gross is. And I always tell dealers, you know, when's the best opportunity to make gross? We know it's on a fresh inventory, right? So do we want to increase or decrease the odds of it selling while it's fresh? Everybody said we want to increase it. So by taking a fresh unit and pricing it well above market, 105, 110, to try to make your gross on fresh cars, you're decreasing the odds of it selling. So again, that's why you end up typically only selling 30, 40% fresh on those big gross items. And our best performance stores, the best performance stores across the country will push 60 to 70% of their cars out in the first 30 days.
So that would be your goal and my goal if, for a dealer to help them is to push zero to 30 to 60 to 70% of their sales, minimize age down to less than 10%, but hopefully single digits, five, eight, you know, three to 8%. There will be cars that bleed through and maybe we'll allow them to bleed through because we're just waiting, waiting for that right buyer or cars maybe we're not afraid of. But then you also need to be pushing, you know, 20, 30% out of those middle buckets. So the dealers that, if you want to get the velocity philosophy, the dealers that do that successfully time in and time out will consistently have 60, 70%, maybe sometimes in the 50s in the first 30 days, and less than 10%, 60 plus. That right there will give you gross and volume. You'll start pushing more volume out. One of the newer dealers that we're helping, you know, he'd sell 60 cars um, carrying 100. Well, now he's doing... 100 cars or 90 cars carrying 70s, turning that inventory quicker. But here's the headache of what he's going through and the challenges of getting to velocity because they weren't. They're turning their inventory five, six times. Now they're in the double digits, 12, 13 times. But the problem is he's not making any gross. So his challenge to me right now, Jason, yeah, we got the volume, but we're not making the gross. One of the things I point out to him, though, is he went from, you know, uh, $2 million in inventory down to $1.2 million in inventory, roughly. So he's carrying uh, less inventory, selling more cars. So he has $700,000 less at risk. If you're a cash buyer, if you own your inventory cash, that's seven hundred grand in the bank. Or if you're floor planning, that's seven hundred grand less paying interest at risk. So, again, if you're to apply that to his gross profit he's way ahead of the game. Now, he's not making gross because we have we had to clean up a bunch of age. He used to sell, and I'm going to show a chart right here, um, 60 plus. The red line that you see here to the left, that's how much we look every every week at the last two weeks of sale rate. And you can see that he's selling a high percentage of aged inventory. 60% was aged and very little, 20-30% was going out fresh. That's what's causing this gross. What we focused on is driving that down. And then the yellow line's the middle bucket. We gotta push the middle bucket up, meaning the 30 to 60 day old cars. And we had to start pushing those out and selling more and more of those. Again, typically I don't want a middle bucket sale rate, 30 to 60 day olds, to be over, you know, 30, 40, 50 percent, because again, that's costing me gross. But we had to get to that level to stop the bleeding, to get the age to come back down. So to buy in to velocity and say, I want to turn my inventory 12, 15 times, it can be done. Get more aggressive with your prices, change them sooner, and push them out. The biggest challenge is once dealers start doing that, it hurts. It gets painful, and that medicine that we have to take doesn't taste very good. And most dealers at that time take the blinders off. Again, they get very focused. We're going to bust out of this age. We're going to get our inventory turning, and they make that commitment. But by the end of the month, or 30 days, 45 days later, they're going, man, we're just not making any money. Yeah, we're selling some cars, but we're not making any money. And the key right then and there, and this is where most dealers fail, 80% of the dealers fail, is they take the blinders off, they clean up their inventory a little bit, and they go back to pricing fresh inventory up because their gross is sucked, so now they want to make up their gross, and the inventory's clean now, so they got some more wiggle room, and they'll take a fresh unit, price it a little bit higher, not 105 and 10% like they used to, but 101 and 103, and they let that ride a little bit longer than they should, and their grosses go back up, and they feel good, their inventory's still looking good, but then 30, 40, 50, 60 days later, that age is built back up again, and they're in the same boat, 
two to three months down the road. So the key is, and I'm dealing with this now with several dealers, is once you start to make that commitment, get your blinders on, but don't take them off. Once we start getting that inventory cleaned up, you got to stay to that commitment. You got to continue to push down those cars, move the cars pricing more, you know, get them priced competitively and then aggressive and then dump, you know, get it competitive, aggressive, then dump. And as you continue to move those cars and, and pushing out fresh inventory and middle buckets, it leads very few to bleed through and become age. And then that's where you start getting velocity. And once you're at that level, you can, I, would, I would push you 30, 40, nah, two months of turning that inventory before we start adding to it. So again, for an example, took a dealer that's running 60, 70 units, we get him up to 90. He's not making much gross right now, he's fighting it. He, don't want, he, wants, he's, he has jacked up his pricing, and I'm warning him, I could see the middle buckets building up, and it's going to put us back in an age issue and throw us back off a month again. But once we get over that hurdle... And once we get that inventory turning and then we stay there consistently, that's when we could start adding units and get them to 100 units and then get them to 110, 115, 120 units and get that inventory turning. So the biggest struggle of velocity is there's plenty of dealers to make a commitment to clean up their inventory. But what it took for them to get there is what's the hardest part for them to stick to. Keep those blinders on. So what I want to bring up to you now is talk about, well, how do you do that and how do you do that strategically with your pricing? Again, I think you price a car competitively out the gate. Anywhere from, let's say, 98 to 100, 101, your first bucket. And again, I'm referencing Beato. They could do age buckets. Most of my dealers will have 0 to 15 days age buckets. And I want that age bucket to be 95 no higher than 100, or 98 no higher than 100. So if I have 30 cars in my first bucket and they're priced at 98% on average, I'm not telling the dealer to go in there and price everything below market at 98%. That means that they have some 103s and they have some 95s that average out at 98%. And then every two weeks adjust the price. So I'm talking about four prices on the car. The initial price, again, 100%. After about two weeks of pricing it that way, you drop it about 500 bucks. Let's say you go from 21 grand to 20,005. Now you're at 15 days old. 15 to 30, you ride that out. By day 30, you're going from 20,005 to 20 grand. And now you're at from 100% to 98%. And then once you hit the 20 grand, now you're down from 98 to 95%. And then by day 30 to day 45, you ride that 95% out. And then you go to 19.5. And that probably drops you at about 93% from day 45 to day 60. If it's not gone by then, you're probably 90% or more. So again, every every two weeks, you wanna drop that price about 100 or 500 bucks and it'll drop your cars on average about 3%. So you go from 100% to 98, to 95, to 93, to 90. If it's a car I'm afraid of, I'm at 98%, 95, 93, 90. So every two to three weeks, or actually I say two to three, if maybe if it's a, a fresh unit, it's one of ours, it's a good mover. I might ride that three weeks. I might put it at 20 grand and ride that for 21 days for the first three weeks and then start hitting it. But you wanna drop about two to three percent percentage points every two weeks. That'll give you four prices. The original, 15, 30, 45 days, should be that between, by the time you price it at day 45, it should be kind of that wholesale value. What can I get at the lane? 
I'm at 20 grand, I'm gonna get 18 at the lane, I'm gonna go to 19.5 or 19 grand and, and, and get off that car before it goes 60 plus. Stay there consistently. Once you clean that inventory up, don't take the blinders off. Don't go, take that breather and say, oh, you know, that was painful. You know, that sucked. We sold some cars, but we got rid of our age cars, but we're cleaned up now. Let's get back to making, you know, selling cars and making money and jacking our prices up for too long. Stay disciplined in that, and you'll get that velocity going. And that's where you could get gross in volume. Now that you're doing 60% going out in the first 30 days, averaging two grand markup, and you're pushing out a few age that are losing five, 800 bucks, 5% down there. And then a good chunk, 20, 30% go out in the middle buckets that's averaging 15, 1800. You'll be able to grab 12 to $1,500 average is carrying 100 cars, selling 100 cars or plus. Okay, so again, the challenges of that velocity is not so much getting there. And it's not about volume, it's about turning those dollars. So stay consistent, turn that inventory, but and then get it cleaned up, but don't take the blinders off because 80% of the dealers, that's where they fail. And I'm bringing this up because I believe wholesale values are going to be going down. It's going to be a tricky year this year, so I think you need to start cleaning up now. And let's get this inventory moving. If you have any other questions, you can email me at jrice.lotpop.com. I'm, I'm always open to share information. I don't charge for any of that. I can help you turn your inventory around by just giving you a few pointers on what you're currently doing. We can do your virtual lot walk for free go to lotpop.com fill out a free inventory evaluation we can look at your photos and descriptions and make sure your cars are standing tall for you and take a quick pick at what maybe you're missing on driving srps based off of pricing price points and photos and descriptions um, all of our shows are on itunes we uh, load it up on there so you can listen to them in the podcast i do try to do weekly tips that are two or three minute tips you can catch those on the podcast or again go to lotpop.com and stay tuned every monday autotainment network lot party show every monday we have new episodes hopefully you join me next week if not catch the other 20 episodes that we have autotainmentnetwork.com or our youtube channel lotpop.com i appreciate your time thanks Let's talk about branding and marketing our used car inventory or even our new car inventory. And I'm talking about listing on those sites like autotradercars.com or CarGurus. I think a lot of dealerships are missing the mark. And one example like right here where there's no branding of the dealership, the brand of the store, uh, there's no logos in that, in that thumbnail. And what we want to be able to do is put our footprint, put our stamp on every car we have listed online. There's no consistency in our inventory. It's always evolving, always changing. Even a brand new F-150, you can say I'm always going to have, there's consistency in an F-150. But that's not true because colors, body styles, a lot of things changes and that inventory is always revolving. But the only thing consistent is your brand and your marketing. And what you want to do with your thumbnails is take advantage of that space, put your logo in there. Make sure any kind of communications that you want, your website's in there. But you also want to make sure if you got certified, get those cars to stand out and put the certified logo into those listings. Because those thumbnails are your prime real estate online. Some of these sites, like cars.com, don't allow your descriptions to be displayed as customers are searching through that inventory. So brand your thumbnail. Get as much in that um, thumbnail as you can to brand it. Don't over compensate and swallow up the car. Make sure that car stands out, but make sure, again, the only consistency in this inventory is you and your brand. And if they allow you to have some kind of little marketing thumbnail, make that your brand, not your uh, trade-in center or anything. Make it your brand. So as customers are scrolling through that inventory, make it brand awareness, have your dealership stand out. That should give you a little bit more market share and brand awareness in the market, which then should allow to more leads, which then ultimately get you more sales. Thanks.